The following is a Northern State podcasting production. Hello, welcome to a special episode of Rain City Sports. As you can tell by my voice, I'm not Jared Johnson once again. Fairweather friends are taking over. (laughs) Oh yeah, either is... Ricky's here. <laughs> I'm pointing <laughs> on the podcast. Uh, yeah, I'm vague. We're the Fairweather Friends. Hey. Only, not only are we taking over Rain City Sports, we're taking it back to our roots. Yes. Our podcasting roots. So our show, Fairweather Friends, started out as NBA by Amateurs. It was a tumultuous start. I mean, it wasn't tumultuous. <laughs> it was just, we jumped on and started learning as we went. And talked NBA, and then we finally had a friend on on like our fifth episode who didn't know shit about the NBA, so we talked NFL. Yeah. And we enjoyed having a, an extra person to argue with and talk to so much that said shit. Well, that's funner. Yeah. We'll just have people on and talk about what they like. We so, got to have Garrett back on. He's hilarious. Hooper and his NFL takes. Yeah, we got... Well, I'm sure once we get toward uh, training camps of preseasons, he'll he'll be <laughs> anch- hankering, hankering to come back on so we can talk some NFL. Uh, but in the meantime, this episode, NBA. NBA. Our, so our first episodes we recorded, first podcasts ever we recorded, we did the morning of the first day of the NBA season. Yep. We did all our predictions and shit. So it's only fitting that we once again bring back the NBA on a huge NBA day. Well, do we have any of those? Did any of uh, the things that we say come true? Oh, oh, I don't know. I'll get that out here at some point. Uh, it's in my bag. I have all those predictions. Um, but today is huge for two reasons. We got the first game of the Western Conference Finals. Not two teams that we predicted. One of them, yes. One of them, the obvious one. So the Golden State Warriors got there like everyone expected, though not how they expected. A lot yeah. of turmoil during the season, some in-team arguing. Also, they lost Kevin Durant in the middle of the last round, and no one expected them to beat the Rockets. One, to finish that game and beat them. Yeah. And right. then to go out and beat them for a full 48 minutes next. In Houston. Knocked them out four of the last five years. <laughs> but their opponent is, well, one, the Blazers, who weren't expected to make the Western Conference champion, and they beat the Nuggets, who preseason no one expected to be a top four West team yeah. in the playoffs. Uh, everyone's saying Denver had a successful season, but I uh, tend to disagree with that. Because if you look at the year in a vacuum, they got to the second seed. They had a game seven against Portland without their top big men on their home floor. And they had a chance to go against the Wounded Warriors to make it to the finals. And I think it's a loss. I mean, it depends on how you look at it. If you're saying, you know, preseason, if I had told you, dude, the Nuggets are going to make it to the second round of the playoffs and go to a game seven, you would have been, yeah, successful. Yeah. So you change your expectations because they were better than we thought. Yeah, but if you look at the, yeah, if you're looking so, at the season. Yeah, and, there's, and there's, you can always do that because, I mean, we don't know what guys are going to be or teams are going to look like in the playoffs when they get around playoff time. But, yeah, when you're the number two seed, your expectations all of a sudden are different. Yep. Unlike, well, remember when the Mavericks were the one seed and no one really thought they were an actual contender? So it does happen, but with Jokic and his unique talents, uh, everyone knew he would be a tough matchup for anybody. They even manipulated the bracket to get the matchups that they wanted. 
Oh, did they? Yeah. Well, it helped that the Thunder fell down and the Rockets fell to five. Yeah. Or were they four? They are four. Rockets were four. Sorry, four yeah. against uh, Utah five. Um, but they did – so the Blazers did to – I didn't watch the game, but looking at the stats, they basically did to Jokic what I was telling a guy at work the Warriors would do to them if they made it, which was they let Jokic score. And they obviously stayed home on everyone else because he only ended up with like two assists that game seven. And he took by far the most shots. Yeah. Which is not normally how Jokic plays. Normally he takes like 15 shots, scores like 18 to 20 points, maybe a few more, and then gets like eight assists. Mm-hmm. And that's what I said the Warriors would do, or I thought they would try to do in the playoffs if they had to play him, is play him one-on-one with Looney and Draymond and uh, Jarebko and Bogut. And don't let the other guys get wide open threes. Makes sense. Already jumped off track. Not really off track. So, yeah, the Western <laughs> Conference Finals, which we already started talking about here. Uh, one big reason today is a, a big NBA day. The other one, the draft lotto. Yeah. And we're in a draft lotto situation that we only get every five to seven years, which is we have one guy who we know is going number one. Yep. So the last time this happened was Anthony Davis. I think he was 100% surefire. You're picking that guy number one. Yeah. Before that, it was actually a little different because it was Greg Oden and Kevin Durant. But everyone knew that the Blazers would take Greg Oden. So really, it was a draft lottery to see who was going to get Kevin Durant. Ended up being the Supersonics. Yes. Unfortunately, we only got to watch him for one year while he played out of position for a terrible <laughs> coach and a terrible team. Uh, that coach got fired. He got help the next year from a young Westbrook and Ibaka. Uh, and they started playing him small forward inside shooting guard, which was very helpful. Yeah. I mean, you don't need a seven-foot shooting guard. <laughs> Although Giannis kind of plays point guard, but different situation. Point forward. Yeah, way different skill set. That's what Braun does. Uh, but this year it's Zion Williamson. Yeah. The hands-down, undebatable, number one choice for whoever gets it. Uh, the Easter Conference Finals don't start till tomorrow, but we'll talk about that too. So should we go draft lotto first, or you want to talk the uh, matchups for the conference championships? I don't know. What do you think? I really don't know or care. <laughs> we already started talking about the conference championships. Might as well keep going on that. So with the West, with the Blazers and Warriors tonight, uh, still no Durant back. They're saying he's unlikely to make it back in game two either. Dang. But they're going to check him out like tomorrow. So... It's because it's one of those injuries that's not that you can play through the pain and it's, there's no way it gets any worse. It's exactly the opposite. It's a tear. So if you play too early, it actually can get way worse. Yeah. Uh, and I read an article from a doctor that was like, yeah, if he ends up tearing it all the way to like the worst calf sprain, which is easier to do once it's already started tearing, you're never 100% again. Calf's yeah. just not one of those muscles that you can get back to 100%. That's, well. It's crazy, right? You'd think in people who tear their ACLs and MCLs and stuff that that would be worse but no somehow those they take longer to recover but you can actually get back to 100% wasn't the ACL like this big I don't know how big the ACL calf's pretty big calf is huge so I guess I don't but with the ACL things they do weird surgeries where they bring in like ligaments from other places I think Mm -hmm. I don't know either way the way you fix those things in the knee there's an experimental thing where they would insert a sponge and over time it would dissipate and it would just grow it was supposedly be like a quicker recovery time, but I never heard anything else about it. For the calf? No, for the ACL. ACL? Hmm. 
I don't know. All I know is in sports in our lifetime, sh- injuries to sh- pitchers' shoulders and to Tommy John. Yeah, and that or elbows, and then knees for football players and NBA players have gotten so much better. Guys yeah. recover from them so much faster and stronger than they used to. Like it was like a shock when AP did it. Now multiple people have done it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even remember who the guys who were getting Tommy John surgery before, but it was like you're basically out two full years. Now they're coming back in like nine months. Um, but calf, sorry, Katie, you picked the wrong thing to injure. It doesn't have much of a calf to begin with. <laughs> I know. You look <laughs> at it where he was grabbing it too, and it's way below the like where the muscle bulks like up into like you know where it looks like a muscle. Uh-huh. He did it like down closer to the to the Achilles, which is why it scared people. But yeah, you look and he, there's not because his leg is so fucking long. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you he's way stronger than I am. But well, yeah, of course. I guess my calves aren't that huge either. <laughs> Maybe not the best example compared to me to Kevin Durant in, any, in anything. Yeah. Well, we're both good podcasters. <laughs> he's one of Bill Simmons' best guests, though. That's true. But if he had to host, I don't think he could do it. He needs someone else to ask him questions. Well, you we went on Damon CJ's podcast and laughed at them because they thought they could win the title <laughs> oh that's what i was hearing about that i never listened to that um he's like wait what uh, why are you <laughs> why are you disappointed because we could you ain't winning the title <laughs> <laughs> well and they said at least dame said i don't want nobody coming here this is my team or i'm not gonna go team up with another superstar yeah they can come here if they want well guess what dame they don't want to though he is one of the why best uh, clutch time shooters good teammate too let's let cj get a shine well, CJ's the one who won them that game seven. Yep. So Blazers played the Nuggets, like we said, and Dame, I looked after, like, end of the first quarter, so I was checking throughout work, and, like, Dame was sorry, like, 0 for 6, no points. I was like, oh, geez, he's going to try to one-up Curry, score, like, 35 in the second half. <laughs> and McCollum was the guy scoring and just kept going. Uh, efficiently, though, like, he didn't take – he didn't do the Kawhi. So on the east side, the Raptors played the 76ers – Kawhi should, took 39 shots in that game seven. Kobe no one else seven. on his team took more than like 12. <laughs> he only scored 41, but he scored the three biggest points in like just about playoff history if it was a, a further series. First ever buzzer beater in a game seven in the playoffs. Yeah. That seems so hard to believe. That's crazy, yeah. There's been so many, but never in a game seven for some reason. And then he had the, they're calling it the quad doink. <laughs> so there was the double doink in the NFL playoffs last year where the kicker hit the crossbar, or not the crossbar, the upright, and then the crossbar, and it was came out and missed. Parky? Yeah, Parky. Well, Kawhi got the benefit of multiple bounces. Hits like the front part of the rim from where he's standing, goes like almost straight up, yeah, and then comes down on top of the rim and bounces around three more times before rolling in. The biggest story <laughs> from that series, though, that everyone keeps bringing up is Embiid. Cried. Well, no, Embiid cried, but no, Embiid <laughs> on the court versus off the court yeah. was even worse than like Westbrook on off before he got Paul George. Remember his MVP year when it was like they were a top five offense with him and like literally the worst offense in the league without yeah. him? Well, Embiid in the like 99, something like 99 minutes he sat and they got outscored by like 89 points in those 99 minutes for the series. They only lost. Game seven by two, yeah, or three. It was three, so it was tied, right? It was only a two pointer. Oh, was it only two? He did. It was on the line. He was so far out of bounds watching the shot, like when he came down. <laughs> but yeah, they lost by two. The Toronto Raptors 
proved that a bunch of superstars isn't the way because their bench is actually what won them that game. Kawhi's shot, obviously, is what actually physically finished it. Yeah. But Kawhi and all the other starters had negative plus minuses, which means when they were on the court, their team got outscored. Problem was when Embiid and those guys went off the floor, their bench got outscored by more than Toronto starters got outscored. (laughs) (laughs) So it was like one of those things, if you're ever playing like a a bocce ball with a partner or like a cornhole, Mm-hmm. And you know your partner's not good, so you're like, all right, I got to outscore my guy by more than they outscore my partner. <laughs> uh, so, but that, I mean, it's been a great playoffs. Um, the East finally had like four good teams, so the semifinals were great, other yeah. than the Celtics fell apart. <laughs> that was but, great to watch. What are you talking about? Yeah, well, I mean, it was entertaining. And even when they fell apart, like they were in those games until game five, they just gave up. Mm-hmm. Um, but games two, three, and four, they had chances to be in them. Um, but we got two seven-game series in the semifinals. That's always good. I had to miss game seven of both of them because I was at work. Me too. That's... But luckily, I wasn't doing anything so important that I couldn't keep checking on my phone. <laughs> yeah, I locked the doors and I watched the last ten seconds. <laughs> at work? <laughs> yeah. Damn. Uh, and then now we have... So we don't have the series we expected in the West. Thought that Rockets Warriors series would probably be in the conference finals, but I think I actually think the Warriors would prefer to play the Nuggets. Even though it's just weird that so both the teams, the two best players are the guards. Yeah. And obviously if you had to choose, you would choose Curry and Clay over Damon and McCollum. Mm-hmm. But in this playoffs, at least so far, McCollum and Lillard are outscoring and shooting just as good as Clay and Curry. And so on any given day, if those two play better than the other two, I mean, it's going to come down to which two guards plays better is going to win each game, most likely. I can see that, yeah. No one else on those teams scores a bunch, sure. except maybe Cantor for Portland now. And then we do have the biggest story of the <laughs> – not the biggest story. The, one of the big stories of the playoffs, first time ever brothers are playing against each other in the uh, conference summit. <laughs> I almost didn't bring it up because we talked about it earlier, and I – forgot that that wasn't on podcast yeah seth and steph which parents stop naming your fucking kids names (laughs) so similar we got shaquille and shakim both on the seahawks so you can't even say shaq griffin because which shaq griffin come on uh but seth and steph (laughs) are gonna be the first brothers to play against each other in the conference semifinals or sorry conference finals that's cool in the east if it wasn't for an injury we would have had the other only set of brothers to play against <laughs> each other in the conference finals because the Pau and Mark Gasol are on opposite teams, both in the conference finals. Pau just didn't help his team get there at all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so for the Currys, did you hear the parents, the way they're deciding who to root for is by flipping a coin each game? Really? So I think she said, the mom said each game they'll flip. That makes it fun. And uh, they brought it up on, uh, Jalen brought it up on Jalen Jacoby, but with, Robert, with Ryan Hollins instead mm-hmm. of Jalen. Uh, it was boss move or soft move. <laughs> Hollins called it a boss move, but uh, Jacoby was like, well, wait a minute. They got the one son who has literally won it all. He's got the only unanimous MVP of all time, <laughs> a second MVP, two world championships, and then you got the other brother who no one really even knows, the other <laughs> son, I guess. Like, come on. Can't you root for the guy who, like, <laughs> I mean, he's had a great season, and he's going to get paid – he had to fight the last three or four years just to get on teams and yeah. to get any playing time. Portland's the first one in a few years now. He's gotten legit playing time, and so he's going to get a legit deal as a as a sixth man. 
for a good team. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> do you think the parents should root for the son who hasn't won shit? Who spent well, one year at Duke as or two years at Duke as opposed to four years at Davidson? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, at a certain point, you got to know the Warriors are the better team. Yeah, so then you might as well root for the one you know is going to lose anyway, right? I guess. But then, I don't know, but then what about Steph? Uh, fuck you guys. <laughs> Honestly, if you can't be okay with your brother getting like some attention from your parents when you've been the golden child your whole life. That's come why on. he's the golden child. Come on. you got to stay the golden child. Do you think Portland has a chance in that series? Not really. No? They went 2-2 during the, se- the season, but... I don't really think so. Oh, good. I didn't see that fact. I, I had no <laughs> idea. Um, Boogie might come back. I heard something about that. I haven't heard an update on it. They said if he keeps progressing the way he, if he keeps progressing the way he did, Boogie, um, KD might come back. Uh, everyone's talking about how maybe the Warriors are better without KD, and it's not really that he's not a great player, but because Curry puts up bigger numbers when KD's not there, the Warriors Clay are gets better. More involved. I mean, Clay got pretty involved anyway. I mean, it was him and Durant in Game Five that were carrying him until Durant went down. I forgot what I was saying. Uh, but yeah, so Portland. I don't know. I think they have a shot, but they got countered out in the last two series. No one thought they beat OKC. They beat them in five. No one thought they beat the Nuggets. They beat them in seven. I could see it happening, but it's it's got to be unlikely. Um, how did we even predict those teams? Let's see, Portland. Oh, we both were on the right side of it. We had to <laughs> predict that they would go over their over-under. Uh, oh, Princey, is that their – because they had them losing or winning seven less games this year than they did last year. Dang. Had them going from 49 to 42. The Warriors, I think we had – oh, I'm looking at the wrong part of the list. Golden State, not Warriors. You had them over 58 wins. I had them under. What did they end up at? I don't even remember. I don't either. For total wins. But uh, obviously they've made it as far as we expected so far. And we'll, we <laughs> both expect them to continue into the finals. Oh, shit. This is actually a list of recent wins. Oh, I should have said record, not wins. <laughs> that would have been easier. I'm not a great uh, Googler. And then the other side we had, let's see, Milwaukee. We both said they'd be over 48 wins. They definitely were. Uh, Warriors number 57, so shit. Damn. I missed it by a ga- game. I don't know. I was right. I was yeah, right, you were right by a game. You were off. You said they'd go over. That's funny. One game. I would have been pissed Wait if I had money on that. Oh, no, 58 was what they won the year before. I got my numbers mixed up. I put one in parentheses. Uh, they were over-under was 63 and a half. And then the Bucks, we both were right, said over on what was like 44 wins, 48 wins. Got that right. We knew they'd be better than that. New coach, good coach. Uh, Raptors, over-under was 55 and a half. We both were right that they'd go over that with, with Kawhi Leonard, who was your MVP choice. Like you said, when this thing stopped recording, <laughs> neither of us had Giannis as MVP. I had LeBron. You had the better choice of Kawhi. Uh, but now we get to watch two guys that are maybe be potentially top three because Kawhi could still be third in MVP voting, right? Behind uh, Harden, 
Potentially. Who else? Jokic. Oh, Jokic maybe should be. So Kawhi, probably a top five, though. So I really wanted to see Toronto win just because I wanted to watch Kawhi guard Giannis and see if he can shut him down. It'll be interesting. Or slow him down. Because I feel like they should defend him the way I thought the Warriors would defend Jokic, which is just play him one-on-one. You got Kawhi and you got Sayakum. They both should be able to guard Giannis one-on-one and don't let him hit wide-open guys for threes. Yep. Uh, Is Brogdon coming back? Do you know? Yeah, and they said he might be back in the starting lineup, I think, because he came back, actually. Oh, nice. um, The last, like, two games of that series, and they brought him off the bench, I think. But the big surprise for the Bucs was Connaughton, Connaughton, Mm. who (laughs) was drafted as a pitcher in baseball and a basketball player. Surprised he didn't go with baseball. Pitchers make good money. Yeah. And then he went back. In the Milwaukee Brewers, he threw the first pitch out. Threw it horrible. Like, <laughs> the guy was a pitcher. <coughs> like He's not like a guy who got drafted in the NBA and the NFL and then threw a bad first pitch. He yeah. was a baseball player. <laughs> threw a terrible first pitch. Uh, but the matchups, both teams, pretty good benches. Both have a star. The bit best argument I've heard is if you shut Kawhi down, you're probably screwed. Um, with Giannis, maybe not. Because he does so many things. I mean, they're both great defenders, but Giannis rebounding, assists, steals, just drawing attention. And it seems more like the team goes as he goes as far as, like, attitude-wise. Mm-hmm. Where Kawhi, it doesn't seem like that. Like, you didn't hear people on the Bucks saying, we got to help Giannis more. Where in Toronto, that was, like, the thing. It's, like, it's like almost like Kawhi plays by himself, and then the, uh, the rest of the guys play together by themselves like Kyrie yeah I mean it's like Richard Jefferson was saying Kyrie was at his best when he got to be an off the ball scorer in mm-hmm. Cleveland as a ball dominant point guard I I'm not pumped that him and Durant might play together in New York because I don't know if that'll work well I heard the story that Rozier was going to go to New York and there's no way he wants to be with Kyrie again no he won't go and if if Kyrie leaves I think Boston will play Rozier or pay pay Rozier <laughs> I think they like him there. And he, although he's been running around on radio or on uh, TV shows today, mm-hmm. burning bridges a little bit, because they did ask him like, "Well, what if those guys could do come back? If Kyrie, you know, the same lineup can come back next year?" He's like, "Well, then I probably got to go." Yeah. Uh, and they did ask him out in New York, and he's like, "Yeah, I'd be down to play there." But it's gonna be an interesting off season. So many big free agents and stuff. If the Knicks get the number one pick, they're looking to trade it for AD. All right, before we transition to that, who who are you picking for uh, Bucks versus uh, Raptors? Sticking with Raptors just because I picked them before the year. See, I go with them too. Same reason I picked them to beat the 76ers in the last round in the Game 7. The experience of Kawhi, you can't say enough of that. Uh, Bucks, none of those guys have made it far. I think Giannis is, you know. You think he'll be one of the guys that that doesn't hurt him too much? Yeah. I mean, game one against the Celtics, it seemed like he was kind of awestruck by the moment, mm-hmm. but then he did recover, and they swept the rest of the series. Yeah, that one dominant game. Yeah, his line. Well, I think it helps that Giannis doesn't have to rely on outside shooting, which I think is shakier when you're nervous. Because mm-hmm. if you're a little off on a three-pointer, you can miss big. But you got to be confident to take it to the hole. Yeah, well, and it's easier, too, because he can drive by guys and just dunk. Like, that's a lot easier to do when you're nervous than hit a, a three. Mm-hmm. Um, and he did lead the league in points in the paint this year. 
But like you said, who's going to get Zion? If he's in New York, well, one, a lot of people have said, or a few people, I guess, not a lot, have been saying if you get that pick, you should trade it because his value with the hype is greater than it can possibly be as a player right away. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you're in New York and you do get Kyrie and KD, would you trade the pick to try to bring in someone who might be better right away, or are you going to hold on to Zion? No, they're going to try to go for AD if they get it. Trade it, package it with, I don't even know who else they have that they can trade, but, okay, so Zion Williamson. So, basically (laughs) do what Cleveland did with uh, Wiggins. Yeah. So, they turned Wiggins and some other stuff into kevin love uh-huh. uh, an established all-star so if new york can do that and have kyrie kd and ad geez it's fucking nicknames which are just mostly initials <laughs> i mean that'd be a great team except i don't like kyrie in that fit they need a point guard yeah but the thing is kd didn't like playing with westbrook because he dribbles so much uh-huh. and takes a lot of shots what does Kyrie do? He dribbles a lot, and he takes a lot of shots. Yep. So why would – I mean, I know they're personal friends, but so was KD and Westbrook when they played together. I don't know. But So what if Kyrie doesn't go, and then it's Durant, and they make the trade for Anthony Davis, go after Kemba Walker? That'd be better. I think it'd be a better fit. Yeah. Who do you think would be the best fit for Zion, though? I like Atlanta. I've heard that take twice today, actually. Two different people have said that on the ESPN shows. I had the thing that brought up. <coughs> Dallas would be interesting with KP, but you don't know what he's going to do. Yeah, so I like. I would love it if Dallas got it. They're only a 6% chance. Um, although New York at the top, the top three teams are only a 14% chance. What, New York, Cleveland, and... Uh, uh, New York, Cleveland, and... I don't remember the other team odds... I'm afraid to leave this page on Audacity because it keeps <laughs> stopping recording. But I'll look it up real quick. Uh, Atlanta, I've heard for a few reasons. Obviously, they have a young core in uh, Trey. What yeah, is this? Vince Carter. <laughs> if yeah, Vince Phoenix, Carter. play. Oh, Phoenix, the other one with the top odds. Then the Bulls, then the Hawks, then the Wizards. Wizards would be a disaster. Pelicans, he would play with. I don't know about that. They have Randall, who's basically the same guy. Julius Randall. Uh, well, no, Zion's a better. Oh, no, I guess Randall's hitting outside shots, too. Yeah, they're pretty similar, except that Randall's more of a below-the-rim player, and Zion can jump. Yeah. Um, Atlanta, though, yeah, they're talking him and uh, Trey picking rolls and basically making Zion a, a more gifted offensive version of Draymond Green, letting him play power forward and some small ball center, even though he's only like 6'7". Mm-hmm. And with Trey, when he goes on those pick and rolls, he he spreads the floor a lot more because he can shoot, shoot threes from so deep that it would give a lot of room inside for Zion. Didn't Atlanta have somebody else that was good on their team this year? Yeah, it was another young guy um, who had a breakout year no one expected. But for me, because Luka is now my third favorite player in the NBA behind uh, – KD and uh, Clay Thompson. John Collins. Yeah, John Collins. I couldn't find him on here. I would love to see Porzingis, Zion, and Doncic all play play together. 
I don't care about who the coach is or owner. I know you were like, I told you that take, and you're like, screw, uh, uh, what's his face? Mark the, Cuban. Mark Cuban. <laughs> the Cubes. It's like, I don't care. I don't think any of the owners deserve a <laughs> deserve a title, really, yeah. <laughs> just for spending a bunch of money. I like Steve Ballmer the best out of all of them, probably. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> why. He's just fun. <laughs> uh, but then after, so after Zion, you got the other two top guys are R.J. Barrett and John Morant. So John Morant is the – he's like a skinny version of Westbrook. Like they talk about because he plays like Westbrook. He just goes at the rim freaking hard and dunks over people, but he's not as thick as Westbrook. Well, he is in college. I mean, even coming out, Westbrook was – well, maybe he wasn't as thick, but yeah. So John Morant's the exciting one, but it's – I think people think R.J. Barrett's more skilled – and he's a taller for a point guard, which is good. But I was telling you, I think R.J. Barrett tries to do it himself too much. Yeah. I think it's going to be hard for him to adjust to not being the second best player. It was hard for him to adjust to being the second best player on Duke. Like, he thought he was the number one prospect in high school. He can go to Chicago. <laughs> huh? He can go to Chicago. I guess Zach Levine's the guy that over there. R.J.? Or you mean John Morant? R.J. R.J. Barrett? The Suns, man, they're the ones who need a point guard. Can you see John Morant with DeAndre Ayton and uh, Devin Booker? Although, yeah. a little side thing, Josh Jackson just got arrested for <laughs> trying to break into a VIP section of some festival thingy. Nice. They weren't playing him anyway. I don't know. I guess I'm not as hyped. I feel like the rookie class last year was just deeper. Yeah. Maybe I paid a little more attention to college than I did this year also. Plus, there's the big Luca question. Well, yeah, because it was interesting with Luca because he plays internationally, so people don't see him as much. They didn't realize how big a deal what he was doing over there was, winning MVP of his league in the championship two years in a row. Like, mm-hmm. that's no joke in the second best league in basketball. Yeah. If nothing else, it puts you right around, you know, the top 50 players in the NBA, and he proved it. Yeah. Especially, it's interesting that he was able to do as good as he did when they changed the roster so much. They made a bunch of trades. Yeah, they did. He lost Dennis Smith Jr., Wesley Matthews, Tyson Chandler. Uh, the big, who's the big one that went to the Kings? The Kings? Yeah. Was that not Tyson Chandler? No. Um, I'm not sure, but he lost a lot of guys, and all it did was uh, – Put the ball in his hands Harrison Barnes. more. Oh, Harrison Barnes. That's right. That, and he was their second best player. I mean, they pretty much set it up to rebuild completely around him. And they traded for Christoph Porzingis. Mm-hmm. Big question mark on that guy. Yeah, if he can stay healthy. Well, he had the, the, what, the rape allegation. And then he goes to Latvia and gets beat up. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, that just happened like yesterday. Jeez, the rape allegation, I don't think is going anywhere. Yeah, because she said it was like the day of the surgery or something. Yeah, she claimed he did it the same day he tore his ACL, literally hours after the game ended, which I don't know if he was even home. If he was, he just barely gotten back from the hospital with a torn ACL. My guess is he was in too much pain to be <laughs> raping somebody. <laughs> um and she also didn't report it to the police. She went straight to his manager and things and asked for money. Huh. And then when they, she asked for money, they went to the police and reported that oh, she yeah. was trying to blackmail them, 
and she waited a full year and since she hadn't gotten paid then she finally reported it and she said she didn't do it right away because they were trying to give her money it's like hmm why why <laughs> rape somebody if you're immediately then going to offer them money for it you just get a prostitute yeah so much cheaper <laughs> in my That's experience stigma. in my experience anyway <laughs> I also can't pay off someone I raped, so that's why I don't do it. That's the only reason? <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. Uh, what I meant to say from the very beginning, very anti-rape, just not sure I believe this woman. Yeah, there you go. Uh, I don't know, yeah, not as excited about this draft class, <clears> but definitely excited to see tonight here in like two hours who's going to get Zion. Well, actually, we'll have to wait like three hours because that'll be the last. They draw from 12 down or 14 down. Yeah. See if there's any trades. It's weird that they do this before the season's completely over. I didn't even know it was coming because I just assumed it's a off-season thing. They do it even before the awards are announced now. Yeah, they don't do the awards till like a month or two after the season ends. It's annoying. Everyone's like, why even do it then? Yeah. You wait till everyone's forgotten about the season and doesn't care anymore? Basically. And then the players do their own awards and just award them completely different. Like Harden got... MVP one of the years that Curry got it. Oh, yeah. yeah. From the players awarded him the MVP, which gets you nothing. They just voted on it. But, uh, yeah, so we got the lotto tonight. Give us a little bit of an idea where teams might go this offseason. Two Western and Eastern Conference finals start today and tomorrow. By the time you listen to this, you'll know whether we were right or wrong, at least so far. He's going to win game one. In the series. Uh, it's in Golden State. Portland just played literally two days ago. The Warriors should, but it's just one of those games where I feel like Portland is still... It's not like the flight from Denver is that taxing. No. But, I mean, they played mile high over in Denver. That's true. And short flight, I mean, short rest. But I feel like it's one of those, it's only a one-day rest. Um, it's like an hour flight. But it feels like one of those where they might just still be high on adrenaline from the other win and still, like, intense, and they... I feel like they'll come out hot, and the Warriors will have to come from behind. But I also don't think they've had time to, like, how do you play the Warriors without KD now? They haven't really had that time to try to figure it out much. I don't know. i got to go Warriors. It could be a sweep for all I know. Yeah, either way. So I'll take Warriors in game one, and I'll take Toronto, though. Because I do think, just like with the Celtics series, I think the Bucks are going to come out a little starstruck. The moment's <laughs> so big. Brights. Bright lights. I mean, the Raptors, you know, they've failed in the playoffs so much. They've at least been pretty deep in the playoffs the last, like, three years. So, Lowry, Ibaka has been to the finals with OKC. Mark Gasol has not really been deep into the playoffs. But he's been around the league for for a long time. And I guess with Grit and Grind, they had a couple years he was that they went deep. Still weren't good enough to get to the finals. But but they got a lot of veterans, I think. Yeah, I, I can go Toronto game one. It's in Milwaukee and Portland. But I still got Milwaukee winning. I don't know. No, we did pick Toronto to win. I, I can't keep track. <laughs> well, it's tough. Milwaukee does seem like the more complete team. I, it's, yeah, I'm going Kawhi's experience of being able to shut down Giannis and, and hit the big shots when they need it. I hope he stops taking 39 shots a game, though. Not me. Get them shots. <laughs> <laughs> you are a Kobe fan, so that makes sense. But, uh, all right, it's time to wrap this up so we can stay under Jared's 40 minutes. I think we did good. Uh, if you got any comments, let us know. I want to hear people's predictions. Got a couple guys at work have been talking basketball. Nice. 
And then always uh, check out our, <coughs> our main podcast, Fairweather Friends. We had our last episode with Adam Nelms. Uh, talk to us about streaming video games on Twitch. Which is why we're streaming on Twitch. Which is, yeah, how we decided to do this on Twitch. Um, and he's slowly, he's trying to build up slowly and, and let people know slowly as he learns and gets better at it. But I've seen some of the clips. I think he's pretty entertaining. Uh, and he plays Pokemon. Smokey McPot 7. Smokey McPot 7. Thank you, Ricky, because I might not have mentioned <laughs> that. And then we're obviously Fairweather Friends on there, uh, underscore between each words. We're not the Fairweather Friends, though. So it's a no, I just alteration. Put Fairweather Friends. <laughs> just figure it's easier to search. Um, and it's just a username. Yeah. I think on the actual page, it might say the Fairweather Friends. Nice. Where I put everything. But yeah, and then uh, keep listening to Rain City Sports with Jerry Johnson. And... Uh, I don't know. Go Sonics. Go Sonics? Oh. Zombie Sonics. Go X Sonics. Kevin Durant. No. X Wazoo uh, Cougars. <laughs> Clay Thompson. All right. We out. <laughs>